The Monkeys of Nepal. Well, my friends, what can I say? Three trips to Kathmandu, Nepal, Nepal in general. And I have had many, many of a unique, crazy, hilarious, funny, and tragic experiences with the, the monkeys of Kathmandu. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I did, uh, when I went back in 2019, 2020, pre-COVID, uh, yeah, I almost got bum-rushed by some monkeys. I did a podcast on that, and uh, I thought for sure I was going to have to do some Aikido on this gang leader monkey and his little band of, of his little barrel of monkeys were coming at me. Yeah. yeah. No, they were following me. I thought they were totally going to take me out. Uh, it was a pretty hairy experience. And then I've seen monkeys do crazy things to people. I've, you know, and I've, I've podcasted a bit about this or mentioned it in some tale of Kathmandu, but I saw this big monkey break through the bushes with attitude. He knew something was going on and I knew something was about to happen. He came out with a purpose. Brother, monkey was on a mission. Monkey with a mission. Lift off and the clock has started. He rolled up to this woman and just, just took advantage of her, just took her juice box, scared the poop out of her, and he just went off and drank his little juice box. It was a very odd, very odd moment. I wish I had that on film. I've seen monkeys eating ice cream cones and uh, drinking from Coke bottles. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then I don't see, I haven't seen this in the past couple years, but I would see monkeys sliding down the center rail on the steps leading up to the top of Swambunath uh, Stupa. They have handrails down the middle that kind of uh, go down at an angle and then straighten out and go down at an angle and straighten out. And monkeys will ride those down. I've even seen little kids ride them down as if they were monkeys. I've seen people feed monkeys. I've seen monkeys grab people's mala. I've seen monkeys steal stuff from people. Yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy being around that many wild animals. And it's funny, when I was in uh, Malaysia many years back, uh, almost 10 years back, for the World Championship of Public Speaking... Uh, there's a very prominent Hindu temple there that just completely floored me. But they have the same kind of monkey situation. And uh, I find that to be pretty interesting, to say the least. Uh, and I don't know what that is overall, but yeah, it's a funky little thing. It's a funky little thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been doing the Kathmandu thing for three years now. I'm planning on going back next year. I really like, I really like Nepal a lot. Uh, And there's many things that I want to do there. So yeah, I'm already planning my next trip. uh, And I'm working a lot of hours right now to save time for that. But uh, yeah, last year I didn't have too many crazy experiences with monkeys. uh, But I'm still slightly terrified of them, even though Swambunath Stupa also known as, a.k.a. the Monkey Temple, 
is my favorite spot in Kathmandu, and I spend a lot of time there. I actually spent so much time there this year, one of the locals thought I was staying in the area. And uh, I'm really thinking about maybe spending time there again. Uh, well, maybe just getting a hotel there near uh, Swambunath. Um or maybe Tamel again. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. I've been spending the last few years at Bodhi Guest House. Uh, that's like a little micro family for me. Um, and then even going to uh, Lumbini. So Lumbini's northwest of Kathmandu. It's on the border of India. It is the birthplace of Gautama Siddhartha the person we know as the Buddha. And just let me say this real quick. Uh, we are in the time frame of what's called Sagadawa, uh, which is the second of the four great Buddhist holidays, and it celebrates uh, Buddha's birth, death, and enlightenment. So, uh, yeah, this is a very special time for me. And uh, last year I was in Nepal for Sagadawa, and that was a really really very that was really very special um, and this year th- this just passed two months ago when I was in Nepal phenom if you've been listening to my podcasts absolutely I had such a great time this year met such great people and good friends made new friends uh, and lost a friend oddly enough but not to death just life stuff and uh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the monkeys are cool. I don't feed them. I'm really cautious of them. I try to avoid them. Uh, I think last year I saw a monkey that basically looked like it was dying. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting to see how kind uh, the people are to the monkeys. They're considered sacred, and I understand that. I understand that. Um, they still terrify me. Um, and then when they're fighting with each other, wow, it's that that noise they make is mighty intense. Uh, but I saw this guy like giving this monkey who looked pretty close to death on the steps around Swambunath a drink of water. And the monkey was so happy, so uh, relieved to rele- to receive some water. And then the guy looked at me because I was filming it and he said, yeah, I think somebody poisoned this monkey. And it sounded like that was something that happens more often than it should. But uh, yeah, that was that hurt. Just kind of seeing that. I mean, I'm not real fond of the monkeys, but they are part of my favorite place in Kathmandu. So, uh, you know, I respect them. I revere them. Um, I really don't feed them, but... I try to be kind to them and and uh, uh, I try just not to let them, get, basically not let them get me because they're smart and they're strong and they have some pretty big teeth. Uh, but they run wild. You know, they're running through the trees. They're running on the power lines. They're moving in packs like, you know, it's one, it's, it's a sight to see 30 or 40 monkeys moving all together. Um, and in my first year, yeah, they followed me a lot. I mean, there were I had a couple of really funky experiences with monkeys. Not so much the last couple of years, uh, you know. And then uh, the only place that I ever saw a monkey in a cage was at the cave of 
uh, Talopa and Naropa, they're, they're famous Buddhist monks of time gone. Um, and it's very close to um, uh, this famous Buddhist, uh, not Buddhist, Hindu temple. Uh, oh, I cannot remember the name right now. Um, but yeah, it's actually on that compound area. You know, I, I didn't even know that. But I went there. Uh, I really wanted to visit that cave. And they have one monkey there in a, ca- in a, in a, in a cage. It was totally bizarre. And then people were trying to feed it or get have the monkey touch them. Or, and the monkey looks so bored. <laughs> yeah, I have some great pictures of him. He's just standing there. He's like biting. He's got his mouth around part of the cage. And he's just looking out like, I am so bored. He did look so bored. Uh, and I thought that was tragic. You know, monkey in a cage. Only monkey I've ever seen in a cage. Only one around. Other than the, the monkeys I see running on... Uh, rooftops rooftops so but uh when i was in lumbini this time i actually you know i got to see a side of the monkeys i normally don't get to see i didn't spend a lot of time in lumbini um but i did get there early uh one day and it rained man it rained so intensely um i think i even spoke a little bit about that in a recent podcast a day in lumbini i'm doing a day series a day in lumbini a day at swambunath a day at budnath and then uh the next one i'm recording for next week is going to be a day in holacy oh i had such a beautiful time in the small city of holacy it's not even a city it's a municipality it's just a, a really it's a small village but it's a very famous buddhist location uh, and I worked very hard to get there this year. But, you know, in the early morning, walking uh, walking to Buddha's birthplace, the Maya Devi Temple, I would have to cross this giant brick pathway. And there were, there were so many little, there were so many monkeys. And they were in, like, families. Uh, and it was just nice to see them be affectionate with each other and grooming each other and watching children play and, uh, you know, basically just be a little family unit. Now, this only happened in the morning because in the afternoon when I was walking back, yeah, that was like that was like trying to cross the bridge uh, in the old school movie Escape from New York. I mean, like... It was pretty uh, uncomfortable. I mean, there weren't really any monkeys attacking, but uh, they were just more interactive, more lively then. But in the morning, they're moving slow. They're grooming. Like, they're just waiting for coffee, basically, you know, Uh, and just cuddling with each other and rolling around and just basically having a really good time. It was nice to see that side of the monkeys. And then I also saw them playing, playing, with each other and with prayer flags um, in really sweet ways. You know, it was really, for the first time, I saw the most very endearing side of of uh, the monkeys of Nepal. And uh, that was really pleasant for me. That was really pleasant for me. I have some beautiful pictures of them as family units and just, you know, holding each other and being close. It's really very sweet. It's really very sweet. So I look forward 
to my interactions with monkeys next year in in a very indirect way like i don't i see people feeding them i would never do that uh i see them being like real firm with these monkeys and and i just you know i don't want them close enough to touch me but i you know i i respect their position and uh i love them because it's part of it's part of my deep connection with swambunath uh, with the monkey temple, the monkey temple, my friends. So, okay, this podcast, I'm just going to keep short. All my other ones have been more than twice as long on the verge of 30 minutes. So, you know, I just wanted to share a little bit about uh, just what I'm learning and what I'm noticing about the monkeys of Nepal. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.